So tonight, what I'm going to do is release some of the speakers that are speaking at ARIC 2020. I'm going to do that. In addition to that, I'm going to um, tell you the sort of things that, how to actually become an ARIC speaker or a speaker for any conference for that matter. Um, so I'm going to touch on that. I'm going to touch on things that I have learnt about speaking and my non-negotiables in doing a talk. In fact, what I thought I'd do is I'll just run through. You know, when I'm like when I'm when I'm and I've got to do I've got to tell you I do around two hundred talks per year, and um, I try and do two hundred different talks a year. One of the people that I really admire, that I think is an incredible speaker, is uh, uh, Camera Dirty. Okay, let me wipe that. How's that? Is that better? Um, one of the things, one of one, one of the things, uh, um, um, one of the speakers that I find just totally incredible is Jordan Peterson. And the reason I like Jordan Peterson, who unfortunately at the moment is unwell and he's overcoming uh, mental health issues and drug withdrawal issues. When I say drug withdrawals, not uh, 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 recreational drugs, um, but. Um, yeah, sorry, uh, and Mole, I don't know why. Um, I'm, I'm, it's, it's on vertical. It's because uh, I've downloaded the latest uh, Apple software and um, um, it's not allowing me to turn it upside down. Um, so um, the reason I like Jordan Peterson is Jordan Peterson has the ability to do a different talk every time. And what he does is he selects a subject and then he does the deep dive. And often he selects a subject on the day and he just makes up his mind that what he's going to do is pretty much do a, a PhD on that subject with the audience. So what you'll notice he's doing is he's actually bringing up a subject and then giving counter views and then providing views that support either side of it. Um, and normally what he does is he picks a subject that it hasn't got a clear answer, which makes it extremely fascinating to watch because um, the issue is that when you have one of these people that just pulls out a PowerPoint and says, here are the seven steps to success, people just sit there and uh, really, unless you're surprising people, you're boring people. So it is good to actually pick a subject that there is no straight answer and to work through it. Um, a couple of the other things. So I do that. I do that. I, I, I would never do the same talk 200 times. And I need to do that because as speaking is part of my life. It's part of my income, right? As speaking is part of my income, um, I have to say to you that I need to stay invigorated and enjoy it. And I find it extremely boring if I'm actually just doing the same thing over and over again. And that makes my career not sustainable. And that's one of the main reasons that I'm actually out there you know, going up and speaking. Like, you know, this week there's one, two, three, four, five. There's five talks. All five talks will definitely be different. And um, um, the other thing that I'll say is, and I love doing it, is making people laugh at a talk. And what I do is I don't make people laugh with jokes that I have pre-rehearsed. 
I make people laugh by spontaneity. Um, hello, my cousin Vlad. And the good news is, guys and girls, is that my cousin Vlad was outstanding at my kickstart, outstanding. And I believe that all these two shows, Sydney and Melbourne, have sold out or just about sold out. So um, uh, that'll be fun to watch. He was great at kickstart. Um, so make people laugh spontaneously. And that's why I enjoyed you know, having my cousin Vlad on my show because... Um, uh, I did laugh spontaneously. Um, if you can't make people laugh spontaneously, uh, don't try. Um, the next thing is the overuse of slides. Extremely boring. I mean, they're watching you. They're not watching a PowerPoint document. If they wanted to watch a PowerPoint document, they can just Google slide share and your name and they can actually watch the PowerPoint on there. So if you actually look at some of the greatest talks on the planet and you can see a lot of the best of the best, the ones that have got the mega, mega million views on TED, they are very uh, PowerPoint slide light. They are very PowerPoint slide light, so they don't use a lot of slides. Um, and uh, some of the best talks I've ever done have actually had no slides whatsoever. Just had a piece of paper that I wrote a few notes, maybe some stories, uh, maybe um, some important points that I want to cover, um, but no PowerPoint slides. The next thing is, I noticed that really good speakers, like they finish on time. It's like everyone that is new to speaking goes over. And the problem is that um, you actually disrespect the event, you disrespect the other speakers. And more importantly, it also means that you hurry the end of your talk, which means that it loses its impact. The next thing is um, you've got to think about the value you're giving to the audience and not be thinking about what people thinking of you. Because the minute you start thinking about you, you actually get disconnected and you get nervous. So I have to say, if you can just let go of worried about being judged by the audience, your talk is better. And if you go there with the intent not to impress but to serve, you won't have that problem. The next thing is... Um, Drawing on a flip chart. So anyone that's watching this knows how obsessed I am with a flip chart. If I have the choice, if I have the choice to actually um, illustrate something by diagram, I will always choose a flip chart. And the reason why is that you actually look like you're an architect presenting something for those people there and then instead of some ready-made template that was produced by your PA. So... Um, and it also just shows authenticity. It's also far more engaging. So anyone knows that whenever they book me, like on the list of things, lapel mic, flip chart, super critical. Um, one of the, the, the biggest signs of someone that's nervous in speaking, one of the biggest signs of someone that's nervous in speaking is that um, they speak fast. You see, and the reason they speak fast is they're so nervous that people are going to judge them that they don't stop. It's a psychological thing that says 
by me continuing going quickly, there's no way that they can pause and judge me. So really good speakers do not speak fast. They speak slow. And the other thing that they do is they learn to use the pause. When you use the pause, you highlight what you've just said. Example, George Bush, breaking news many years ago, 9-11. He says, we will not stop on the war on terror. We will catch those responsible. By using the pause, it allows people to reflect on the last 10, 15 seconds of what you've said. But the pause, of course, needs confidence because we said earlier on that people that are nervous speak fast. Other things I'll tell you that good speakers and something that I focus on a lot, and that is not to use filler words. You know, you've got to minimize filler words. Filler words are words that serve no purpose. I've always said scripts and dialogues are telling the truth efficiently. Never use a thousand words when 50 will do. And filler words are words that don't need to be used. They are taking up space of people's brain calories. The other things I do when I'm speaking is I emphasize and I repeat important stuff. I emphasize and I repeat important stuff and I'll regularly pause for effect and I'll always not be too fussed if I show emotion. If I'm feeling particularly um, strong emotions on a particular day, if, 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 if I'm sad or if I'm heartbroken or if I'm feeling lonely, um, I allow myself to express emotion. And I think that maybe one of the main reasons that I am the most heavily booked person in real estate in Australia and New Zealand is that I tell the truth and I come from a position of suffering. I come from a position of vulnerability. I allow myself to be open to an audience where people know that I'm not perfect. I think people resonate with the fact that when I'm talking to people in real estate, that they understand that I've walked that path. I've been a business owner, a franchisee. I've been a sales agent. So I know what the feeling's like when you're lying in bed at night and you don't know whether you've got enough money to pay three months of expenses. I know the feeling of what it's like when it's the first day of the month and you've got a gun pointing to your head saying, get listings, you've only got one and you and your family need to eat. There's something that you can only have if you experience it. And that's why whilst I believe that coaching is an art and there is some instances where people that have got great life experience can actually be coaches. May I just say to you, there is nothing better than having gone through the pain, the suffering and the experiences that you're talking about to other people. It's like you're holding their hand. And, um, you know, the interesting thing is someone said to me the other day, you know, like, you know, Tom, like, do you identify as a coach? 
absolutely not. I identify as a, a panic button person. I like, I'm not going to mention I have uh, too much professionalism and too much integrity to mention the names of people that contact me and the relationships I have with them um, in a, I would call it a consulting relationship and all they want is a panic button coach. And a panic button coach is that when the shit's down, when everything's collapsing, they need to be able to speak to someone that can help them look at things as they are, not worse than they are, not better than they are, as they are, and to have a five or seven point plan to minimize damage and get through to it as good as possible. So let me run through some of the speakers at ARIC. Let me tell you, one of my favorites, Ryan Holiday. Ryan Holiday. And by the way, can I just tell you that ARIC 2020, which is being held on the Gold Coast off the top of my head on the 30th of May and 1st of June, is um, going to be the biggest ARIC conference ever. And the reason that is, is that the real estate conference, the mortgage brokers, and the property management will all be at the one conference. I'm going to repeat that. ARIC 2020 will be mortgage brokers, property management, and normal ARIC, which is real estate sales and principals, all at the one event. And that means it will be the biggest ARIC to date. Ryan Holiday, the author of Ego is the Enemy, uh, the obstacle is the way, and he's a great writer and believer of stoicism. He will be speaking in Eric on both days. Now, if you want to familiarize yourself with him or some of the other people I'm going to mention, please just go to Google, put their name in, and um, I can pretty much tell you that Ryan Holiday is going to be able to share with you. This guy is one of the best brains and thought leaders that I know, right? Extraordinary person, right? And let me just talk about, hey, Shane, how you going? Hey, hey, uh, hey to you all. Uh, hey, Elizabeth, how are you? So let me tell you, Ryan Holiday's book, Ego is the Enemy, is a very good book. It basically says that, you know, the cause of most problems in life is people's ego. When you, you know, and Wayne Dyer used to have a beautiful term, ego, E-G-O, edging God out, right? Ego is, ego is the false self. Ego is saying to people, look who I am. Ego, and, 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 and I have to tell you, there is so many people that could be great. And they're also the kind of people that say, you know, you shouldn't have an ego. But the issue is, if you do have an ego, it's really hard to get rid of, right? So the problem is you've got people with egos telling people you shouldn't have an ego. So guys and girls, it's a great book to listen to. The Obstacle is the Way is another great book. And The Obstacle is the Way is really much about the fact that life is in fact suffering, that bad things happen to good people, that bad things often happen to people that are out of their control, that they don't deserve to get. Hello, Tanay Jane. And Tanay Jane, by the way, guys and girls, 
Everyone that wants to see Tanay Jane speak and do a Q&A with an audience and with me, head to Geelong on Friday. There is no charge for this course. It is uh, uh, being held by the Geelong Advertiser on Friday at the Ridges Hotel. You do have to book in if you want to find out how to get there. Um, oh, how do you? Oh, da, da, da. just put you know, just just send us a you know a private message, and we'll give you the contact details. It's a free event. We're not trying to sell you anything here, but Tane is going to be coming along. Um, hey, Matty Pilios. Uh, by the way, Matty Pilios is one of the speakers at Arec. He's just come on, Matty Pilios. I want to confirm. We can confirm he's he's the first one I'm announcing tonight. Matthew Pilios from Marshall White, um, who wrote one and a half million dollars in his third year of real estate. He's come number three in the Marshall White network. He's only been in real estate for five years. He's a Foxtel commentator on UFC and boxing and a fantastic guy that um, has one of the qualities that we're looking for Eric speakers and that is people that had fucking lost it all and he had he'd lost it all he'd gone into a mobile phone business and um, did his ass and um, ended up you know uh, owing hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars and real estate has been a vehicle to get him out of it um, so um, what was I saying? What was I saying? Yeah, so I was talking about the great book by um, uh, Ryan Holiday, Obstacle is the Way. And, we, you know, the obstacle is the way is basically about the fact that, you know, shit things happen to good people and that you should change your perspective about shit things because the obstacle is the way that these things are actually shaping you up as a person. These things are making you who you are. These, pe these things are becoming cookies in your cookie jar that are making you more fearless, more resilient, more stronger. And that's what I love about that book. And I can pretty much tell you, you know, I look at my own life today, uh, at this moment, I would not be the person that I am if I didn't have those punches in the face. And I've got to tell you, those punches in the face make you a person that can cop bigger punches than most people. And that is one of the gifts that's badly wrapped on shit things. And those shit things, for many people, it can be an illness for other people, it's a broken relationship for other people, it's a bad business deal that's gone down. But all I'll say to you is that many, many people that respond do not become a victim of those events in fact, they become victors of those events. Hey, Stevie Georgiakis. So guys and girls, let me run through some of the other things that I've noticed about... So we've got Ryan Holiday. So Ryan Holiday, Dr. Guy Winch, Dr. Guy Winch, who spoke at an event that I was at where I interviewed... Uh, by the way, real estate gym members, good news. You're getting the videos of me and David Goggins this week. It's hitting and dropping into your real estate gym. So that's coming this week, guys and girls. So Dr. Guy Winch, who I saw speak at um, um, Upgrade 2020, and uh, he's speaking at Eric, incredible uh, uh, psychologist, I would call him. Um, and this guy gave some just gems, and I predict that he will probably be one of the real hits of Eric because um, I'm already using his content only three weeks since that event. Um, 
I've been able to convince John McGrath to speak. So John's been reluctant to speak over the last few years, but John McGrath will be speaking at that conference. And um, that's a good thing because I think he's an extraordinary speaker and uh, he doesn't speak at ARIC um, enough and uh, he is going to be speaking. Um, Josh Tesselin um, and Lisa Novak, who are regularly on the Sunday Night Rant, are both going to be speaking. They spoke at my kickstart in Sydney and they were outstanding. So they'll be speaking. Um, we are going to make sure... Oh, also, I want to confirm we've got Jodie Fox... Jodie Fox, Google her. She is great. Google Jodie Fox. In addition to that, Angelo Nicholas, who is the number one, number one real estate agent for Harris, a 30-year-old Greek young kid who's doing about one and a half million dollars in GCI, selling properties at around 600,000. Um, he's speaking. Um, I'm not going to run through. I'm going to run through the rest of the list during the week because there's a. You know, we are going to have real estate coaches from Australia. Uh, we are going to have um, um, two big keynotes that the contracts are being signed as we speak, and um, they are going to be announced during the week. And I'm going to tell you, they're both massive. So the deal's done, the contracts haven't been signed, and it would be premature of me to announce them, but I can tell you that both guys and girls are going to say, wow, yes, correct. So guys and girls, if by the way, if you're a real estate gym member, I want to let you know you're getting your tickets for $750, which is uh, an incredible price. 750 for real estate gym members. Gym members uh, have already started buying their tickets. They know the process. Um, if you are not a real estate gym member and um, you would like to be a gym member because you know that you're going to be saving a few hundred bucks on your ARIC ticket price, may I suggest that you go onto the real estate gym and you cannot sign up, but you can get on the waiting list you will join the real estate gym waiting list. Um, and then what we'll do is we'll open it, we'll get you to join the gym, and then you'll be able to get your ARA ticket at $750. So guys and girls, that, my friends, is the story. Who else is there? Like, yeah, I'll announce other speakers. Um, I'll announce other speakers soon. But, you know, let me just give you an idea of how do you get to be an ARIC speaker? Well, number one is results do matter. You have to have done something, right? Like something unique and special, right? And the people I've mentioned have, right? That's the first thing. The second thing is, generally speaking, ARIC speakers do not go and select themselves, People approach them. And that is with most conferences. Like if anyone wants to be a conference speaker, I'll tell you the secret to be a conference speaker is to actually not go looking for fucking speaking gigs, right? Because when you, I shouldn't swear, when you go out looking for speaking gigs, right, you actually have got commission breath and you've got the law of need. And the law of need says the person who needs it the most gets it the least. So that's one thing. The next thing is you can't go in there 
and have an ulterior motive, right? An ulterior motive, which is like, hey, this is going to allow me to get you know people to be more involved in my product, my service, my organization, right? That takes your attractiveness as an Arab speaker away. You definitely cannot be a one-hit wonder. Like, you know, I get hit up by people that have been in real estate for nine months and they say that they've done 40 sales in their first nine months. Well, let me tell you, one hot day doesn't make a summer. And um, it does help. It does help if you've had a bumpy road because people do like to know about the things that went wrong, not just the things that went right. Anyway, guys and girls, that is the drill. I want to let you know that this week I'm in Ipswich in on Tuesday at 1 o'clock. Again, if you want to private message me, um, I want to allow for around 10 people that are on my Sunday night rant to come to Ipswich. We're not going to charge you for the event. It is going to be a session on marketing, consumer economy, which I'm really big on because I personally believe, and I did a webinar with realestate.com, and it's not just realestate.com. You know, all the review platforms, right now, every product or service that is being decided by a consumer is generally being validated by them going on online and looking at reviews. And I've got to tell you, if you've got a bad review, you've got to take the fight off the review. Do you understand what I mean? You take the fight off the review. You do not go off and do ping pong. And the other tip I'll give you on reviews, you must reply to all reviews, good and bad. That shows professionalism. If they've been good enough to actually write a review or give you a rating, it's good enough for you to respond. And the other thing I'll say to you with reviews and ratings, Man, using a text message and giving it to them as soon as the deal is unconditional is the best way to actually get reviews. Guys and girls, I am going to sign off. I want you guys to have a great week. Put those ARIC dates in your diary. The 30th of May and the 1st of June will be the biggest of ARIC ever due to the new changes that have been done to that event. And I look forward to telling you the two people that I didn't mention tonight that are going to be the two big keynotes. I will just say this. One's a girl and this is a dream for me. That's all I'll say. And one's a guy and I rate him the best I've ever been associated with. Signing off.